Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? Might wanna buckle up, baby. Well, hello, folks. Scruffy looking podcasters, episode number 67. That's 672 away from my favorite number in the whole wide world. It is Monday, <laughs> April 22nd, 2019. This is a lot that's happened in the last week, folks. Uh, we recapped it for you with four episodes on little sleep, not enough food, too much booze. Uh, but, you know, we're here. We're fresh. We're ready to talk some good sense now. Not that we didn't before, but <clears throat> so we got the full crew here tonight, but we also have a special guest. But I'll start with my boys. Ed, how are you to my digital right? <laughs> OK, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk some <laughs> wars. Ready. Good, good, good. Kev, how you doing, man? How, how yeah. late is it out there again? Oh, dude, too late. Let's just leave it at that. Too late, man. Too late. <laughs> too late. And- but we're ready to roll. Ready to roll. Excellent, excellent. I'll say special guest tonight, host of Rogue One. We got Mr. Johnny Grasso himself. What's going on, man? Welcome. Hey. How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Great Woo. pleasure, dude. Great pleasure. It's a podcast for winners, by the way. Heard. <laughs> what does that make us? Losers. Losers. <laughs> That's right. Losers. That's right. I was uh, I was in the room when you guys like uh, thought of this podcast. I believe didn't this happen at Star Wars Celebration uh, Orlando? Yep. Mm. Yeah. I was well, in the vicinity. This horrible idea. Johnny, it was your fault. It was no, all no, your I mean, doing, man. It was all your doing. We'll mention that later, but really, big kudos to you, Johnny, and to uh, Haas as well. Like you guys were a real inspiration for us. I mean. Ed introduced me to the whole podcast world to like Blue Harvest and uh, Rogue One, and uh, you guys were like the first first that I really got into and saw how much fun you guys were having. And I was like, "Come on, man! I want to have that much fun too." So thank you, thank you. Well, I, I really, uh, I really appreciate that. And then, uh, I mean, you really nailed nailed it right on the head, dude. As long as you're out there and you're having fun with a couple of buddies, that that's all that matters. Yep. Yep, that's the best part. So, folks, you can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasters. Follow us on Twitter at scruffypodcast. Myself, Jimmy, at Hebert207. Ed, at scruffyedb. Kev, at kpg1974. And Johnny, at Rogue1Johnny. So leave us some reviews on iTunes. Send us some emails. Leave us some good thoughts or or not, you know, and just don't. But whatever. We'd love you to do it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Ed, Ed, take us away. So Johnny. Yeah. And complete honor, obviously. Um oh, I have a, I have a, I'm just gonna introduce you to our like two listeners. <laughs> have a weekly yeah. download of fifty six. It's good. No, it's more than that now, I think. Pretty sure. Way more. Fifty seven. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> complete inspiration. Love what you're doing. Helped us start up. Both you and Haas. Haas told me like what equipment to buy. Essentially, um, what got you into podcasting? Like what? What about Star Wars podcasting was like? I want to do it myself. When the episode seven teaser released, it, everything was new. I didn't know any of these characters. It was just like I was hit in the face with it. And I've I've heard of podcasts before. I saw that weird looking app on my phone for years, never touched it. So finally, like after the teaser, the episode seven teaser, I, I opened up the app and just hit Star Wars. And then all these podcasts came up. And I downloaded, I don't know, probably like 15 to 20 of them. And I listened to them all, and they all talked about the teaser. And then I gravitated to a handful. Um, now this is podcasting, Bruise and Blasters, uh, Blue Harvest, you know, a couple others. I'll kick myself later for not remembering. But those were the main ones. And then uh, I started writing in to these podcasts. I started writing into Rebel Girl. Uh, now this is podcasting, Bruise and Blasters, Blue Harvest. And then just something kind of magical happened with the Now This Is Podcasting where they would read, uh, Randy LeGiudice would read my emails in this like, because my name's Johnny Grasso. So, I mean, there's just, it's not fake. It's really who I am. <laughs> and when, You've when not he, made that name up. You've not made that name up. No, I have not. And I'm, I'm from New Jersey, so... So it's just like Randy just clicked with this like character and he and he just read my emails in this voice. And then like, you know, being the uh, extrovert, you know, outgoing, fun loving guy that I am, I was like, all right, I'm going to play into this. So then I started writing and kind of heightening the stereotype of the name, I guess. And then so then he just took it to a next level. And then, mind you, like, I have no idea who Randy is. Randy doesn't have any idea who I am. Everyone thought it was like one of their skits. They didn't think I was a real person writing in, uh, because like every week we, we just we would one up it. It was like this unspoken thing between Randy and I, and then just through I think I wrote in for like two years, and through those two years I became very good friends with like Haas Burkhart from Blue Harvest, Jason Ward from Nelson Podcasting, Randy Lejudice from Nelson Podcasting, Chris and Joe from Bruising Blasters, and. Finally, like just through like Xbox gaming and phone calls and text messages, Jason was like, "You need to have your own fucking podcast." And I was like, "Well, I, I have no idea how to do one." Uh, and he's like, "Just do what you do." So then, like a couple months went by, and uh, he paired me up with uh, Mike Pappas, and then uh, Mike Pappas completely dropped the ball on uh, weird, <laughs> as, as Mike does on like um, right. get, getting podcast equipment to record. So I said, listen, I'm a, I'm a fan of this guy, Hawes Burkhart. You know, would you care if I brought him in and he can record it if he's up to it? And Mike was like, yeah, as long as I don't have to do it. So uh, <laughs> and then like three years ago, that's uh, roughly three years ago. That's how Rogue One started. And that's how uh, that's how I got into podcasting, just by writing into my favorite ones. Awesome. And I started listening to podcasts after going from Collider. And they're like, we got this info from making Star Wars. And then I went to Now This Is Podcasting. This was like seven months before Force Awakens. That's when I started listening to Star Wars podcasts. Oh, so, so you yeah. before me. Um, but it's awesome. And then I moved to you guys. 
and Blue Harvest and so on and so forth. So amazed, amazed at your progress. You're really good, really good. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Next question for you. Everyone asks, like, what's your, like, first Star Wars story or Star Wars story or whatever. But what about Star Wars draws you to it? The, the mysticism of it, that being better than, than you, being a better you than, than you are now. Um, just there's more out there for you. Like, I really, when I was a boy, like, I really resonated with Luke Skywalker that there was something else out there for me. And, like, in a weird middle-aged adulting way i still feel that there's more out there for me that i'm still like on the cusp of something and uh like uh, i hate to say it, you know so cliche but like there's hope for more and uh there's generally good that i should and need to do and sometimes through podcasting like uh through brandon my is uh the kessel toy run you know i feel like i'm i'm using this this podcast um to 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 help kids uh and and that that helps but um what draws me to star wars was was just the mysticism of it the 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 force the spirituality of it that there's something more out there than just what we see yeah man that i mean that's my thing about it the force mystic mysticism i love that part about it um you guys you guys have any questions kev james for, for uh, the old Johnny, Johnny boy. I mean, my my comment was like the starfighter battles drew me and drew me into Star Wars. I was like, ooh, what are these <laughs> things flying around? I was like, this is really I'm, cool. It's I'm way like better than it. Star Trek animations. <laughs> and lightsabers are ace as well. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm a huge, huge, huge lightsaber fan. That, but that was part of like the mysticism that like there's this like laser sword. And uh, and now like I I've stalled at three, but like I started collecting those expensive ass master replicas because uh, you know I can't exactly collect the force. Right. No. Yep. Here it yep. is. Where Pass it over, Johnny. I'll have some of that. Lovely, lovely. Where are <laughs> you on that? Where are you on your collection? Uh, I have three. I stalled because I started doing the. Uh, the vintage uh, action figure collection, loose, and that shit got Ooh. real expensive. Oh, dude. dude. That's, that's a rabbit hole, man. <laughs> well, the good thing about this rabbit hole is it ends. Yeah, so, like, true. I know I'm investing all this time and money, but I know there's an end to it. That's so true, when, I get, when I get that vinyl Kate Jawa, which I'm assuming will be my last one, then I know good I'm Good luck done. with that, Johnny. Good luck oh, with that. I mean, I'm they're, they're out. Gotta... I just have to save up. I mean, they're out there. You give me yeah. two grand, I'll get one tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's the stage I'm at because I collect some of the vintage stuff and I haven't nice. got that one yet. And that's like, oh, how long have you been collecting then? How long have you been oh. sort of collecting? year and a half. Oh, okay. How's it yeah. going? How's the collection coming? Um, Just a rough count. I think I have about 10 to 12 left. Oh, cool. Okay. I have a few of the last 17. I have Yak Face. I have um, Lumot. I have Anakin. I have Han and Carbonite. Uh, missing some. I have General Lando. I have yeah. Luke from Endor. I have the Imperial Dignitary. I have, I, uh, I'm probably missing a couple, too. Yeah, you're doing it's fucking coming along nicely, then, isn't it? You're doing great yeah. on the collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So- and I have, all, I have all the cheaper ones. Yeah. <laughs> That you see at like Star Wars Celebration that you just go, oh, $10, I'll have one of those. That sounds yeah. good to me. That sounds good to me. Oh, and because- that's, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Once I'm done with that, I'm going to go back to my lightsaber 
because I need to get uh, Return of the Jedi Luke. Um, I need to get that saber, and then I'm going to do like a Chewbacca focus, which I've kind of already started, like picking up Chewbacca stuff here and there. Ooh. So you're doing the Master Replicas, the yes. lightsaber stuff? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ones you got so far? Um, I have the Anakin, well, the Luke Ray Anakin mm-hmm. yeah, lightsaber, yeah, yeah. the original. Yeah. I have Obi Wan uh, Episode Three. Yeah. And I have Anakin Attack of the Clones. Oh, cool. nice. Cool. Which I kind of regret buying because when I bought it, there was only like 1,500 of those made. And people were like, oh my God, it's so rare, so rare. So I was like, fuck, I'll get it, I'll get it. But now I'm like, shit, like I don't even really like it that much. <laughs> and all I keep thinking is like, I should have saved a little longer and gotten like Luke from Return of the Jedi because that's really like my second favorite lightsaber. <clears throat> The first being the uh, the OG Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big time. So you've got the loot one, eh, don't you? Have you got the green one? Yeah, but that's like a. Not, Just a. Yeah, it's not a che- master. <laughs> a cheap, not authentic. Yeah, yeah. It's not cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> Come on, Ed. It's a cheap knockoff. You know. But it's cheap not. compared to the master replica one, I'm sure. Hey, listen, listen. Just wait till I get my metal lathe set up in my new garage, and we'll make these ourselves, dude. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> Oh, I want to see that. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, look at that. Yeah, That's sexy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm holding up my lightsaber I made right now, but it's old and cheap and good stuff. But I actually, I have a question for you, Johnny. Yeah. Um, so have you uh, have you read any of the books, like the Expanded Universe stuff, like any favorites you could pick out of that, or have you read uh, none? Just kidding. Yeah, no, I don't read. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Johnny's <laughs> thing. He doesn't I read. Know. No, I know. But I was just like hoping that maybe it was like, no, no, I like I read this one and it was cool, but nope, never mind. <laughs> I will I will say this. What I what I did read uh, when I knew that Disney was going to uh, make new films, uh, I thought that they were going to remake uh, a lot of the expanded universe stuff. So although I didn't like buy like the Thrawn trilogy or anything, I uh, I did read Wikipedia a lot. So, yeah. like, I actually know a lot of shit that EU readers know without having to read the books just by, uh, like, Wikipedia does such a great job. It does. It really does. Yeah. yeah, Johnny, so how old were you when you first got into Star Wars then? Was you, were you sort of a kid in school or were you older? What sort of got you into it in the first place? Uh, my, my father was a huge uh, Star Trek fan. And then when Star Wars came out, he was a Star Wars fan. And then I was born after, so I was surrounded by, you know, Star Wars toys before I even saw the movie. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot like us, like we just buy the toys because they're cool packaging, cool packaging, and cool to play with. And then my dad just said, like, I think I'm pretty sure he just bought them and then like gave them to me. And then so I was playing with X wings and Tie fighters and and lightsabers before I knew what they were. And then the first time I consciously remember seeing a Star Wars movie was Return of the Jedi in the theater with my dad. So, oh, cool. yeah. so that's how that's awesome. I was introduced to, through the toys. Mm. Nice. That's quite, that's yeah, awesome. that's quite cool, that, isn't it? To like see see the toys, get familiar with those, and then go and see them on the big screen of like, holy shit, that's what they look like. That's like yeah. And I remember, <laughs> and I remember my dad letting me take. Um, who did I take? <laughs> I took Darth Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi um, to the movies. Oh, uh, like the original yeah. one. Yeah, oh, so cool. I had them. I had yeah. them in my hand, 
And I remember when I saw Vader on screen, I like looked in my hand and I was like, "Get the fuck out!" That's where you came from. <laughs> like it, it, like immediately. Then it clicked, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then I saw Jabba, and I was like, "I want that." Yeah. <laughs> and I got, and I got it. Awesome. Nice, Great nice. Favorite Star Wars film? You uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say The Empire Strikes Back. I know that's so cliche. Um, but I tell you what, though, I, I think Rise of the Skywalker is going to give it a run for its money. The Rise, the Rise of Skywalker. Yes, the <laughs> Rise. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even used to it yet. Trump. I know, I know. I was looking it up Trump. today. I'm like, wait, yeah, is right. it the or is it? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Trust. We were too busy freaking out the trailer to get it to get the title. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah I, I was freaking out when I saw the title. Yeah, you were in the you were in the room. Oh, I was, I was. How electric was that? Tell it us was, about it. It was magical. Like, all right, so I don't know how many people were in there. Ten thousand. The best part was ten. <laughs> I swear to God, um, ten thousand. Once they started the teaser, I've never heard ten thousand people shut the fuck up and stop <laughs> moving at the same time ever in my life. Yeah, dude. Because it was like people were talking, laughing. There was rustling around. That fucking Lucasfilm green thing popped up, and it went fucking silent. Yeah. And I was waiting. I was like, someone's going to ruin it. Someone's going to ruin it and be like, oh, penis. But yeah. uh, but no one did, and uh, and it was magical. Did they cheer when people came on screen the first time? Because when you watch, you know, yeah. like certain, you know, certain things happened on screen. Did people cheer the first time? Ah. Um, because they did where we were, didn't they? We were watching oh, yeah. it on the yeah. We were watching we were it on the, the Star Wars show. Yeah, yeah, the Star Wars. Yeah. Show. So people I... were like cheering at the first time they showed it. So that's why when they showed it the second time, people were quiet then where we were. So it sounded a little bit different where you were. That people were quiet all the way through on the first showing. I would say people were quiet up until the Palpatine laugh. Yeah, yeah. Mm, then yeah. it was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And then the best was my buddy. Uh, my buddy was texting me, and he was like, "Is that Snoke? Is that Snoke?" And then fucking <laughs> Ian McDermott walks out on stage, and I'm like, "That ain't Snoke." <laughs> no way, man. I mean, you can't mistake that laugh. That yeah. was. There's no way. I knew it was Palpatine, but yeah, yeah. I can get how people yeah. would would be, you know, because how is he, how do you how do you even think of him? Right. Like mm. and I'm talking yeah. to you, JJ. Like what what made you think of that? Like <laughs> well, what, yeah. what are you doing? I think it, it was how is it gonna work? I think it was Steele that uh, brought it up. Like he's like, if you would have said Palpatine was gonna be in episode nine like two weeks ago, I'd have been like, fuck you. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then now you see it in the trailer, and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. I can't wait to see Palpatine <laughs> in nine. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and, and uh, spoiler alert for those of you that listen to Rogue One. Uh, like, tomorrow when I, when I record, I'm basically going to say, like, J.J. Abrams had, like, an outline, and Ryan Johnson, like, fucked him and killed Snoke. And J.J. was like, well, shit, I don't feel like rewriting the script, so enter Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the only thing I can I'll think of. Yeah, I'll put yeah, the bad guy yeah. out there. I don't give a shit. He needed someone bigger and badder than Kylo. Well, this this leads into some of the stuff I want to talk about actually yeah. tonight. Um, apparently, his laugh isn't. It wasn't recorded 
recently for that. It was actually used from the movies, like before. Oh, so, he was cut. Cut. so uh, yeah, Ian McDermott said in quotes, and this I think is I got this from CBR.com. Cinema Blend, sorry, Cinema Blend. And don't, don't don't stress over citing sources until you get sued, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank don't, you. Don't don't stress well, the small shit. We've got no money anyway. They can't fucking sue us. We've got fucking nothing. So, <laughs> he says in quotes, "That particular laugh was not specially recorded. They found it somewhere, probably from one of the old movies or in a digital vault, or maybe George's iPhone. I don't know." End quote. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I thought his whole his whole demeanor when he came out and said because I was an overflow, and it was actually pretty quiet in overflow the whole time. Like there was some cheers and stuff like that. Like uh, um, when Kelly Marie Tran came out, like everybody clapped and like standing ovation, which I thought was fucking awesome. But uh, generally, my crowd was pretty was pretty quiet up until Palpatine's voice came out. Like there was a cheer, quick clap when uh, she ignited the blue lightsaber, uh, ignite the blue as they say. No, it's green. But um, <laughs> when uh, Palpatine came out and he just he was struggling to sort of and I think you guys are, or one of you guys talked about it. He was struggling to like put himself into character to say that. Roll it again. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, it was, it was it was genuine, which was really refreshing to see. It wasn't just choreographed and staged and rehearsed. You know what I mean? It was it was genuine, which is always nice to see. And yeah. and it, and it's like hundred percent confirmed that G- that Palpatine is in the film. Yeah, this was going to be my next point. Yeah, but it's like alive or dead is the big question. Like yeah. a, like a force ghost, force spirit, force essence, well, force something. Let, let me let me hop in here. Um, now, <laughs> let me let me preface this by saying they're clearly doing whatever the fuck they want anyway, but. <laughs> With that being said, canon prior to this film states that Sith can't come back as Force Ghosts. That's a uh, light side trick only. Or they don't know or believe in it. They believe dead is end, right? Mm. And yeah. and uh, they want to prolong life. Yeah, right. I mean, basically Palpatine's whole thing is like, you know, cheat death, you know, find a way to go on forever. And we just have to assume motherfucker found a way right. wait can you curse on this podcast i forgot to ask oh, you, right. certainly, you certainly can johnny no you okay. can't johnny <laughs> sorry about <laughs> all the beeps i have to bleep all the up. <laughs> but uh like yeah so we just have to assume homeboy figured it the fuck out that's right or there's something He's... new he learned maybe he maybe he he learned some of the jedi tricks can I can I chime in on that real quick? So uh, not to go all like expanded universe books on everyone, but um, there has been sort of a, a a premise of this already. Like if you go back like deep to like Jedi Academy trilogy and shit like that, there was sort of a a Sith presence on Yavin Four, and he like materialized as the previous Sith Lord, and like Darth uh, Darth Bane did that as well. Um, so I think like when the connection is when you see the Death Star in the background on Endor, maybe there's a connection with like the Kyber crystal inside the Death Star because it is so like attuned to the Force that maybe it was able to sort of like contain him in this sort of like I don't know some sort of entity there. Are you, and, like, are you referring to him. like uh, like the Sith holocrons, like putting himself in an object? Yeah, yeah. 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 
and how that requires so much force and power and energy to do it and what what better, bigger source of power at that point than this huge chunk of Kyger, Kyber in the middle of the Death Star? As just a, you know, thrown out theory, but... Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm done, like, poo-pooing on anyone's theories after fucking Palpatine came back. Like, right? I, like, <laughs> I, there's, there's no... Like, like, like Ed said, like, Steele said, like, if you told me two weeks ago the Emperor was going to be in Episode Nine, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, you dumbass EU reading son of a bitch. And it's like, well, well, fuck me, everything's on the table. It is. It is. Yeah, but can you imagine now if it was a JJ bluff? You'd be like, "Fuck you, JJ! Give me Palpatine now." <laughs> like, right. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know what JJ's like with all these bluffs and all this shit. You just go like, if he's not, in, if Palpatine's not in it in some way now, which it, it's confirmed, he's definitely gonna be. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be in this. Well, he so, confirmed he's in it. Yeah, and and um, I don't know the source. Sue us, but you know he basically said somewhere that he released the uh, the idea that Palpatine was in nine because he knew he couldn't keep it under wraps, which I think is hysterical because that's our friend Jason the Ward, like who he's literally afraid of. And yeah. um and I think it's pretty funny that he went out and outed Palpatine in the movie because he knew he couldn't keep it um he couldn't keep it under wraps because the second Palpatine showed up for ADR additional dialogue recording or Pinewood, someone was going to see him anyway. So JJ was right. like, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm letting the cat out of the bag myself." Well, he did it. He did it in his own way. Yeah. yeah. Did JJ say that he was surprised it even got to the trailer point or something? He was surprised it had got that far, didn't he, or something? Yeah. 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 Because he thought it would leak even by then. So to, I think he was quite happy that he surprised people in the trailer. If I. Yeah, read. I read that somewhere. Yeah, he yeah, was surprised yeah. no one knew about Palpatine. For sure. Yeah. We'll just yeah. call it somewhere. <laughs> Source I mean, somewhere. Jason probably knew, but didn't yeah, have, I, he, he, he had he it from like know. two sources and not three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. J- Jason had a lot of like um uh um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't give away secrets. Don't give away you, secrets. You Jason Jason had a burrito for lunch, that's yeah. what I meant to tell you. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. NSF. They're filling, by the way. <clears throat> they are. Cheesy. <laughs> little Anchorman quote. Uh, so, I have a little more, because we were talking about Episode 9 and Endor. And we were talking about how that doesn't look like Endor. And I just happened to be watching a little Caravan of Courage. Hey! A classic. Which... <laughs> Why? Have, which happens to have a lot of Endor in it. You and think there is definitely savanna, lots of grassland, and there is definitely desert. So we say it's Jeddah or whatever, you know, in the trailer, in the desert there with the rocks and stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's desert, arid desert on uh, Endor, who fucking knows? That could be there too. Uh, I looked on Wikipedia just for, for you guys. It's covered in dense woodlands, obviously, tall mountains, and savannas. It also mentions in some canon material, this is all canon, that the repulsor lift field emitted by the planetary shield generator that they use for the Death Star uh, <laughs> made it prone, Endor prone to earthquakes, tidal imbalances and other geological disturbances and i saw tidal and i was like ocean baby oh that's the picture 
Yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. Right. that proves his ocean <laughs> door. This is getting really like specific. You've gone fucking deep. Ed. Also, deep, uh. our favorite special edition addition to Return of the Jedi, uh, the Yuzums, specifically Joe Yauza. Yauza. The singer. Yuzums are native to Endor. And in canon, they are native to the plains of the forest moon Endor. So, you look at the trailer, they're like literally in like grasslandy plain, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking, mm-hmm. right? So that's definitely, I'm just getting to the point that it's definitely Endor, right? It's, okay. it's Endor. Well, it can't be any other place. The only other location of the Death Star is Yavin. Yeah, yeah. The Emperor wasn't even at Yavin. Yeah. Five minutes of your, of your life have been wasted just for me to point out that it's Endor. Yeah. Well, can I can I be the Star Wars geek and say it's the forest moon of Endor? Yes, forest moon of Endor. So which... it's it's either on the forest moon, which I believe it is, or it's on the actual planet Endor, which we've never seen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably it probably landed on the forest moon of Endor. That way, so when they're traveling through and they see the uh, broken Death Star, we might see a couple dead scout troopers, a couple speeder bikes. Uh, maybe <laughs> we'll be reintroduced to the Ewoks. Hopefully. Oh, Fuck. Oh. Yub to the oh, motherfucking nub. Oh, oh, yep, Ewoks, up. the Wisties, those little like fairy things in the Caravan of Courage, right? Guys? Anyway. Through uh... <laughs> <For> my head. <laughs> So, I mean, it's definitely indoor. It, there's no other. There's no other way that it could be that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's going to have different geographical, uh, um, you know, geographical characteristics for it. Mm. It's not like in Star Trek where you have like a planet covered with water or something like that, and it's actually a thing. Oh, um, I, I it's going to have different. I, I read different that it's eight percent water. It's eight well, percent water in canon. It's canon. Yeah. Well, Endor yeah. is. Heard. Yeah. Heard. Yeah. Heard. So, so what? At what point in the movie does that take place? <laughs> there then. Ooh. There. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Beginning, middle, it, end. I would say it's the midpoint because midpoint. once the because the the way I believe it, and this isn't a spoiler. This is just my my uh, my head canning piecing shit together. I believe the emperor's tomb is like the MacGuffin, what both the, the dark and the light yeah. are searching for simultaneously. It's like almost a race to get there. Um, and then when they get there, that's like the midpoint, and then it becomes a whole different yeah, film. Movie. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. Or I can be 100% wrong, which is always <laughs> I just want, I just want people to know that like I do not know anything than anyone else. I'm just piecing shit together, just like I pieced <laughs> together that Ray is a Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's I've... your inside information, Johnny. Come on, come on. Yeah. Kev, what Boiler do you think alert. Ray is? <laughs> we all know. We all know the Garbutt theory that she's a descendant of Kenobi. Come on, let's not fucking cut the bullshit. Let's cut the bullshit. It's it's, it's, it's the Garbutt theory that he doesn't believe in. We make fun dish. of him because he brings it up all the time, <laughs> but he doesn't actually believe in it. He, I only do it to piss you guys there. off. I only do it to piss you people off. But oh, no it way. does. Oh, no, it she's does. JJ. JJ said she's got special plans for her parentage, so that's definitely going to be. I actually think she may be. Well, I don't know. 
the layer and hand thing. <laughs> oh, I, like I don't that. think it's. Oh, I don't know. Let's fucking not no. get into it already. The name is The Rise of Skywalker. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy. I'm I'm like blowing. I just hope you appreciate. I'm blowing all my fucking Rogue One points tonight. <laughs> the name is The Rise of Skywalker. Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams argued over the title. They couldn't agree on the title. Kathleen Kennedy probably didn't like this title because it's basically telling us that Ray is a Skywalker. And that's why Kathleen Kennedy, without being asked, said, like, what a provocative title. It could mean so many things. It's like, why did you say that, lady? <laughs> you're like, you're basically... She's deflecting it. Yeah. She is. She's saying, don't look left. Overtly, overtly I'm, deflecting I'm, it. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about looking left. Okay, but just don't look left. That's yeah, all the, I'm saying. The entire fan, Star Wars fanboy community always looks at that deeper and deeper and goes, actually, Skywalker might be the new force, so it's not going to be... The simple, the, the simple equation that she raised the Skywalker that's rising. They're going, oh no, this, yeah, this is the new power. The new, it's the, the Jedi have got to end from Episode Eight. Luke says the Jedi are ending, so therefore Skywalker is the new Force, and blah blah blah. And you go, I think we're reading too deep. I think it's just like it's look just going to be. <laughs> look at every title, man. A New Hope. It's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. There's no secret there. The Empire Strikes Back. Look who fucking won at the end. The Empire struck the fuck back. Return of the Jedi. Guess who That's came back? That's a bad tile. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. Palpatine hiding in, in, the, in, the, in the dark. In plain sight, yeah. Attack of the Clones. Guess who attacked? <laughs> Not the Clones. Re- <laughs> Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Anakin fucking going apeshit, killing everybody. Mm. You oh. know, the Force Awakens. Ray wakes the fuck up and gets the Force. Um, the Last Jedi. They say it ten times. Luke Skywalker, Luke, The Last yeah. Jedi. The Rise of Skywalker. What's up, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> like they don't overthink these fucking titles. No, they don't. It, it, it's it's almost uh, it's funny because every single fan theory that someone goes through this whole complicated stepped process of how it works, none of those are ever right. We give these writers way too much credit than they deserve. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I don't. I may not necessarily. Uh, I'm on the. I, I'm on the fence about her actually being like biological lineage of Skywalker, but there is a connection there because they. I mean, they almost give it away, or they strongly infer it in the Force Awakens when Mas Kanata goes to Han Solo and is like, "Who's the girl?" Um, and that look that Leia gives her, like the first time Leia and Rey look at each other. They hug each other in this like super deep emotional embrace. That's the first time they had ever seen each other in Force Awakens. How would she know? <laughs> like who who meets someone for the first time and is like, you can go through all three of the movies and every and it's all over the place. They they're basically fucking telling you Ray is somebody. Like I was watching the Last Jedi today. Why, and like Luke Skywalker, why you, Ray from nowhere? But mm. why you? But why you? Like, it's just all over the place. And I don't want to hear, you know, uh, Kylo told Ray. Like Ray's the one who said it first. They're nobody. And then yeah. the whole the whole fucking movie, Snoke is saying, take the weakness of the Kerr and use it as a sharp weapon against them. And yeah. Kylo heard that, and the whole time he's using Ray's parents against Ray because he wants her to join him. Bingo. He's yep. just manipulating her. And I don't want to hear someone say the Sith always tell the truth. Why? Because Dooku just happened to fucking tell Obi-Wan Kenobi the truth in Attack of the Clones one time. And besides, if that's your theory, <laughs> throw it out the fucking window 
Because Kylo isn't a Sith. <laughs> Kylo has every... I've, always, I've said it all the time. He has every <clears throat> reason to lie to her at that point. He's oh, yeah. Of course he does. Of course he does. Of course he is. It's exactly what he's doing. And, and I feel if Rey said, I'm a Skywalker, Kylo would have been like, yup, you're Skywalker, and they fucking left you. Join me. Mm. Like, whatever Rey was yeah. going to say... He would go with it. Kylo was going to use. Yeah. Because she's the one who said nobody, nobody, then nobody. And they they didn't give enough focus on when uh, Kylo revealed on Last Jedi is like there's just a bunch of filthy drunk traders trading for your drinking money or whatever whatever. They didn't put enough real focus into that. Like there wasn't a change in the music, in the score at that mm. point. Like there wasn't a big dramatic like da da da. Like there wasn't there wasn't any other thematic or thea- I'll say theatrical evidence that anything happened there. And for me, like as a musician, I always try to listen to the music. The music always gives away what the scene is, and there was no change there. It was all I, just a continuation. I that is uh, kudos to you. I had never thought of that, and now Thanks, I'm going to use it to accentuate my point. Yep. <laughs> you you will be you will be quoted. More ammunition, baby. No, more ammunition. He's stealing that one. Hey, and no, you know, no, he'll, he'll be quoted. I'll be like, uh, someone. <laughs> I'm going to scruffy, friend. dude. Some, someone, someone. Hey, no, dude, I, take it, man. I, I appreciate it. Share the, share the love, man. It's all about. Uh, so that's immediately what I thought of when I, when I, um, when I was thinking about Ray and like her lineage. And when Kyla was like, you're nobody. Your parents are dead in a pauper's grave on Jakku. And I immediately <clears> thought of that scene of her as a child putting her hand up and seeing a ship fly off. I'm like, they're not on Jakku. They're fucking leaving the planet. Yeah, He's I, completely I, lying. And then he, this yeah. trailer comes out and the same fucking ship is in the trailer. It's like, it's pretty he, obvious. Pretty obvious. Come on. Just, just the fact, look, I knew it. I knew it to be true when um, they flat out asked Ryan Johnson. Is is so? Is that it with Ray? Like that's that's her lineage or whatever? And he said, "Yeah, as far as I concerned." Then he goes, "A big butt." I don't know where the next filmmaker is going to take it. And right then and there, I was like, "He just left the door open, so he doesn't look like the asshole liar." <clears throat> you know, he gave himself an escape plan. I said, "Raise somebody." Yeah. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm leaning towards Skywalker. You know, because I had to choose, but well, now especially because of the title. But even before the title, like. You know, I was like, raise a Skywalker, but I'll I'll accept like Kenobi or whatever. But um, but it's I, a Skywalker. So as soon as, I, as, I'm soon on as the... JJ as soon oh. as JJ came back to direct nine, it was clearly clearly obvious that it wasn't going to be from eight that that Ray was nobody. Well, how JJ, about JJ set all that shit up in seven? It was like he was clearly going to go. Well, we'll bring in this full circle. It's clearly going to happen. Yeah, Laura Santeca on Jakku with yeah. Ray. Like a yeah. half a mile away. Like, come on. And Simon Pegg. Simon yeah. Pegg, after seeing the last yeah. shot, he was just like, what the fuck? JJ had way different plans than that. Yeah, which is basically yeah. saying. So they knew what was going to happen. And JJ is going to bring it fucking full, full background. So I, I, would, I would love if she was a Skywalker. I would also love if she was a virgin from the Force like Anakin. Like another. You That's know what I'm well, they. Yeah. They That's on the it. table now. Now mm-hmm. I'm I like that as long as it's in Leia's belly, like Leia's the Shmi Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I like that yeah. because then she's still a Skywalker. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be one of those. There's two, been slight hints of this in, in a book, and I'm trying to remember. I think it was in the aftermath trilogy, where she's like thinks she's pregnant with somebody else that she doesn't. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm if you can sure find, if you can, if you can find that, I will read it again. But I, <laughs> I, I'll, I, um, I can't remember who said if it was on Rogue One or on Blue Harvest. Um, it may have been Haas that was talking about it, about infidelity, and that that would be just totally wrong for the vibe and feel of the entire like Star Wars saga. The idea that if it was like somebody else, and if it was through Leia or through Luke, and they just kept it a secret, that just doesn't sit right. Mm, you know what I mean? Just, like no. morally, um, the, ver- the whole virgins in the force thing, I I can kind of buy mm. that. So that's why I'm thinking that at the very end, like. If she is a true virgin in the forest and she just, you know, fucking appeared out of nowhere from this wherever, um, which doesn't jive with what we already talked about. But regardless, uh, if she was a virgin in the forest, she could theoretically take the name Skywalker as like, well, he came from a virgin in the forest. Fuck it. I'm just going to take this name and this mm. is like the way to go. Here we yeah, go. She, she still has a mom. Totally. Like like mm. Anakin had Shmi, you right. know, Shmi Skywalker. No, that's very you know? true. Very so true. I'm saying, all right. So, like, my 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 strongest theory that I'm that I'm clinging to now that Palpatine's introduced is Palpatine play with some midichlorians, <clears throat> put it in Leia's belly, ba boom, mm. mm-hmm. give Ooh. birth to my next apprentice. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would get people off their seat? I'm thinking. Would 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 her being like, I'm gonna take the name Skywalker? Would that get no. people off their seat? No, no. It'll be a cop out. It'll be right. like it'll, it'll be like trying to satisfy everyone at once. Like, just make a choice. And that's where I'm because, going with it. Yeah, yeah. I think, the people, I mean, the people like Hawes, who I love, obviously, but he's completely against Ray being a Skywalker. He's like okay with like her taking the name Skywalker to like pass it on. But like, it's not like she's gonna get married and have kids. But that's you know the right? word. The word you just used. He's okay with it. He's okay. That's with the it. thing. Like, it's not gonna like right. blow him away. Yeah. Uh, also, people, people need that moment. No, I, I am your mother. Like, boom. Mm-hmm. Imagine if she said it like that. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of no, it's like yes, <laughs> mommy, mommy, come here, mom. I'll forget those oh. 10 years on Jakku. Hug me. <laughs> now, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's continue all this really, like, this this thread of let's pretend Leia is her mom, all right? Now, pretend. Go, back to, go back to all the footage that they shot of Carrie Fisher in The Force Awakens because they said they were able to use a considerable amount of it for The Rise of Skywalker, right? What if there was an alternate ending filmed when they come back from the star killer base and ray comes out and she hugs leia or she hugs you know carrie fisher and all and that not, stuff and not chewy and not yeah well fuck, he doesn't even have a fucking medal so whatever <laughs> leia's gonna give him hans well, you're talking about that's, his, tra- that's yeah. his medal in the trailer dude fuck yeah that. <laughs> anyways but no no but listen listen so leia Leia, it, it's filmed that Leia tells Ray that I'm your mother or something like that. And that's sort of like the final scene there that they're left with at the end of The Force Awakens. Like, hence potentially, the crying. 
Hence the crying, hence the emotional attachment. Like Leia's like, shit, I, I need to admit that this is my daughter. I'm not saying that, it, I mean, obviously they cut it for a reason because it probably would have been good, but maybe they had that kind of dialogue yeah. recorded well, over that she's using here. Here's what they, ha- you got to you gotta think of it from like a writing perspective. Here's what they knew. They knew Kylo Ren was the son of Leia and Han, right? And they knew, pretending we're right, that Rey is the daughter of Leia. They could only reveal one because they right. wanted to save the other reveal for later. So they were like, all right, fuck it. We're going to reveal Ben Solo right away. Because don't forget, that happened very, like, uneventfully in The Force mm. Awakens. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, your father, Han Solo, We that's when we were all like, what, huh? D- d- did a big-ass hologram just say that that's fucking Ben Solo? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's that's yep. Han Solo's son. Like it was a very like, you know, unceremonious reveal. So yep. they they decided to reveal Ben right away, but save hopefully save Ray for mm. later. Right. I mean, because that's part of that's part of the pow factor, like the shock factor. You don't want to let it all out at once. Yeah, yeah. and and don't forget, EU books all had it being children of. You know, Lucas even said it from the beginning, the children of, you know, it's the burden now passed on to their children, you know, Um, and that's he's always stuck with that. So I I wouldn't be surprised. And then plus, like, again, just watching the 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 last Jedi again, they're connected through the force. Snoke lied. He was manipulating him. He didn't set up that connection. That's the Luke and Leia connection. You know, Ray, Ray and Kylo have it because they're fucking related. Again, every reason yeah. to lie. Every reason yeah. to lie. And I think um, as well, I think as well, what we've got to remember, we, we talk and everybody talks and people will dissect trailers as humongous Star Wars fans and Star Wars geeks and people that love the EU. This is still a mainstream film. It's still got to sell tickets after what they've had with this Last Jedi thing. So they're going to make it... They're not going to go, like, ridiculously off-key, are they, and go... To all IQs. Yeah, you know, it's like... <laughs> you know, and they'll... So it's got to be relatively, like Johnny said, simple of, like, well, Ray is this person. She is Luke's daughter, or she's Leia's whatever. Let's be honest, they're not going to go off-key, are they? They're not going to do something completely wild. and Because the mainstream film that these episodes are aimed at they've got to sell to them haven't they they've got to make right. it like that they understand from seven eight nine to this <laughs> one that's where we've gone like you said kylo was in there eight was the big appearance and nothing this will be she's this person mm-hmm. it's going to be simple straightforward i think not going to be too in-depth but there will be some surprises along the way but I still think it's yeah the skywalker thing is her blood somewhere mm-hmm. whether it's leia whether it's luke it's just got to be. Can I ask? A, I want. I wanted to ask you a question, Johnny. Um, yeah. What do you think of? And this is one because a lot of people that were that were sort of uh, upset by the Last Jedi petition signers, I'll call them. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of talk that they're they're together on uh, or really in support of a Kylo redemption arc. What do you think about that? Uh, I've always been a fan of the Kylo Redemption arc up until this teaser. Um, this teaser does not tease at all that Kylo could be redempted, re- uh, redeemed. Sorry, <laughs> I like that redempted. Yeah, that's, that was bad English on my part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I now that the Emperor's reintroduced, 
like uh, you know right uh that changes Ray, everything like you said it does right it changes everything's on the table so i've always believed kylo could be redeemed in death so i'm going to continue that yes mm. yep yep because he also might want to become palpatine's new apprentice try to become a true sith i think it's the other way around i think palpatine wants him to maybe like possess his body or some shit like that and kylo wants to be his own thing he doesn't want to be a sith he wants to go his own route yeah. right so maybe Maybe something's maybe something's drawing them there yeah so back back to a ray and i was just thinking about this she's like i think nine years younger than him than kylo so like yes kylo's born you know problem child a little bit as we've read and um goes off with luke has no idea what's happening at home leia has a baby, maybe hides it even from Han. Right. Because Han's, mm-hmm. Han's off like, I want to be a racer smuggler Yeah, for type. 10 years, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. So it's possible. It's definitely possible, in my it opinion. Is. They could do that. They could write that in there. Without, yeah. I mean, they clearly didn't have a good marriage. That's what episode seven tells you. Right. Right. And maybe mm. he, she got pregnant and he left, but he left before she found out and could tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she I'm, hides. Her, mm. Everything's on the table, dude. Yeah. It could. It could. Ray could be Hans, and just Han never knew. Right. Oh yeah. man. Well, and they have it that that special connection. We saw it. We seen it. Mm, heard. Everything is on the table. Yep. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Well. Episode nine. Fuck you. We gotta we'll stop. Talk. <laughs> we gotta stop talking about episode nine for a minute here. Um, let's do our little segment. We're going to, we're going to skip our week in Star Wars because obviously we celebration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm, I haven't even finished Master and Apprentice and I'm reading that now. It's awesome, by the way. I've not even started that yet. <laughs> there you go. So, Kev, you've got, are you kidding me this week? Are you ready? Oh, go on then. So this is go a segment then. where we talk about anything Johnny, anything in Star Wars. I know it, I know it. Anything that makes one say... Are you kidding me? So... Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding Can me? Can I find the button this time? <laughs> <laughs> Who says we're amateurs? So, Who says we're fucking goddamn I even amateurs. have it, like, color-coded. professional. And I, I still take a minute to find it. Anyway, here it is. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it will come up. Get in there, she yeah. So, right, are you kidding? And this, this just fell in my lap beautifully. And we even talked about collecting earlier with Johnny. So, um, this this story I found about three days ago, and it involves the vintage collection. And um, you know the diecast vintage collection stuff. Um, one of the rarest pieces is the tie bomber. So apparently, it was made in America. And they were they're really incredibly rare. And they were shipped back to the UK to Palitoy um, to try and market, mass market. But basically, they didn't sell. They were absolutely just garbage. And one has been found, and it's completely unboxed, completely 
absolutely vintage, absolute mint condition. And it's been found in an attic about 20 miles from where I live in Leicestershire. <laughs> yeah, this is no shit, boys. Are you no kidding shit. me? <laughs> yeah. And a guy's found it, a 77-year-old has found it in his attic. And he's put it on for an auction. <laughs> auction is on June the 20th. And it is, and they've had a spokesman saying it could fetch thousands because it is. Go steal it, man. I am. That's what, I'm, that's what I was going to say. Like, I want to know where it is. I want to know where this fucker is. He's hey, like, if, there's, there's no... if there's enough money in it, I'll fly over and help you out. <laughs> like it's down the fucking road. Put your Lando boots on, son. I'm, I'm, these boots were made for walking, dude. And I'm walking there. But oh, it's, there's some pictures of it online. And it just, it's like absolutely mint condition. Give so, you a raging boner. Op- I, had, I had a fucking rager there. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was it. Damn. So, I'm going to keep an eye on it. I'm going to see what it fetches. I'll let you know after June the 20th. But just tied in nicely to what we were talking about how, earlier. In the, how high do you think it'll go? I don't know. It's saying thousands. It doesn't say. Like how many I mean, are it, there in the world? How, many are you, how much are you willing I, to spend? I, Fuck you! I that's nothing. He's I can't. Good. Don't even mention that, dudes. I could not afford anything like that. But, but you'll try. You'll try. Yeah. So it goes on sale in Derbyshire, which is where I live, and an auction, Hanson's Auctioneers, uh, on June the twentieth. And it, there's no estimate on it. It's just basically going to go on an auction, no estimate. And yeah, it's one of the rarest vintage diecast, and it was just found in an attic. So. There it is. Damn. Watch that wow. auction. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So, That's awesome. And I'm not buying it. You sure? <laughs> what he says now. He keeps saying he's not buying it. I think he's going to buy it. Or try no. it. No, no, no. So, cool. There You're you going to drive by the house, right? It doesn't. <laughs> hey, he's not giving his address out, is he, this motherfucker? He's not going, you yeah, know. There'll be a load of Star Wars nerds knocking his dollar down hey, and going, give me that eye bomber. Ha- all I have is cash. Where do I mail it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I seem to have this. I seem to have all this money in my hand. Can I buy that figure off you? Can you imagine if he took that to like some bloke just going, "Can you value this for me?" You'd be like, "Yeah, it's worth about fucking ten quid, mate. It's worth like twenty dollars. That's not. That's a piece of shit. That is. That's like. So you should pay me to get rid of it for you. Know, I'll, I'll take it off your hands, son. I'll take it off your hands. Give it me. Give it me. So, yeah. So, that's my. Are you kidding me? And that's a good one. Great find. So, are you kidding yeah. me? Nice. All right. So, before we get in emails, I want to talk a little about a little bit about the Mandalorian, just a little bit, because they had. I know Johnny, you were at the panel, and kept, uh, James and I were not. We were at the at the house over. Echo Base, mm. and Kev was at the Overflow. Oh, it was in the Overflow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So James and I didn't see that last like thing at the very end. So I finally watched it. Slash, I think heard I about talked it. about it, didn't I, on the last podcast? We talked yes. about it. Mm. And there was one thing I just wanted to talk about. Um, the the target that they mentioned. The only info it's- they gave was he's fifty years old. Who could it be? Think about this. Think about this for a second. They'd be thirteen year olds and thirteen year old at episode one. 
23 to 26 year old in Clone Wars, 45 year old during Yavin. Saying Luke? No, no, no. Yavin would be 45 years old. Yeah, it'd be too. So an older. Don't. So have they said it? Have they said it's a person? Have they confirmed it's a person? Or is yeah, 50 it 50 years old? 50 years old. It's a person. Date of yeah. birth is what they give. Might be a little too old for Boba Fett, you think? You, you think it's Boba? Hmm. Can't be. No, well, he's a kid Thir- during... 13, no. Yeah, 13 years old at episode one would put him way too old for episode yeah, yeah, two. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like a 10-year jump. So, so definitely so. older. No. Definitely older. It just made me think, like, if they wanted to connect it in an epic way to the rest of the Star Wars universe and story... This would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think they're going someone to. Someone that would can connect age-wise to the story. Unless it was just some sort of like old like B-level rebel hero that we heard a name of once. But see, this is that trap. That we would be a letdown, to... right? Because it would I'm, be a letdown. I'm, I'm this raising is the trap we fall into. Yeah, we're giving them <laughs> too is. much credit. This is not yeah. going to be that like it's not going to be that clever because they want to keep it fresh and like introduce new heroes because new heroes means new merch and new merch is a new black series that Kev's going to collect. Like <laughs> this is all about that bottom dollar, that bottom line. So I yeah I don't know. And y'all honestly, I don't think we're going to see Boba Fett all of this. No. Yeah, they've confirmed it's not Boba Fett. Oh, the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's for a sure. character yeah, yeah, no. you have not seen before. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally, I'm totally with you on that. And see, that's why I think everybody was thinking that the droid showing up was IG-88 and that they're calling it IG-11. Yeah. Because if it were IG-88, there would be a great possibility, or logically there would be a great possibility that IG-88 would bring up Boba Fett at least, and they don't want to have any part of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, Anthony Bresnikin was on my podcast, and he flat out told us that's IG-11. Yep, mm. yep. Yeah, we got and that from EW. It makes perfect sense. Yep. Makes perfect sense. I talked to him for like. Thank you. Yeah, I talked to him for like a half hour at the Steel good dude, Wars man. thing. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, a couple tidbits. They're releasing one episode at a time, I think, every week. Yes. Yeah, which is good. Starting November 12th. Um, I'm fine with that because I do that with Game of Thrones and I like it. I don't like all at once because then I get overwhelmed and people are like seeing everything before I am. And you won't sleep and you'll just watch them all at once. Right. That's pretty much what you'll do. Yeah. So one a week is, yeah, that's exactly. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also learned that Bill Burr is that guy with the lasers on his shoulders. <laughs> that's funny. But I'm a huge fan of Bill Burr. How about you, Johnny? Um, I know his face. I have seen like one stand up. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but I recognized him definitely yeah. immediately. He's angry comedy. Yeah. <laughs> angry mm. comedy. Uh, Good description. So, yeah. Other than that, I got one thing from Kathleen Kennedy that was like, they're looking at KOTOR for content. For... MTV, oh, MTV yeah, yeah. interviewed her, and they're looking at Knights of the Old Republic, like era, mm. as content. They're like, she says, and I quote, developing something to look at. For future projects. Which is all, which is, you know, we all want that. Whatever, way before episode one. Fine. Do it. We mm. want it. 
fucking you can go wherever you want with it. It doesn't have to be exactly what we've learned from Star Wars, the old Republic and Knights of the old Republic, whatever. But, you know, having a lot of Jedi and a lot of Sith would be kind of fun. They've kind of got to go that way at some point and they until that story. Jesus, they've got to. I say kind of. I really fucking want it. Mm. They'll do it. They've (laughs) got to do it. Well, I mean, they're, they have, I mean, you talk about like open canvas to like do whatever the fuck you want with it and not be tied down by like old existing characters or stuff like that. Old Republic is the way to go. They can write whatever story they want and be as dark and awful and terrible because then it just gets good again. And it's just this huge gap that they could do whatever they want, which would be really nice. Yep. What do you think, Johnny? You like that era? I mean, I mean, I like the game, you know, uh, that's really all I know of it. Um, they got to go somewhere, right? They got to do, they, they either have to go in the future or in the past. You know, they can't, they can't be, um, they can't move laterally because then you don't want to hear about Skywalker, Kenobi and the Clone Wars. You don't want to hear about that. So they either got to go back or forward. So you might as well go back. How did all this shit start? You know, prime, Mm. prime Jedi, which is a, bad name but whatever <laughs> it's canon <laughs> yeah they had to call him whatever they want to call him i guess Je- mm. jedi prime i think it is yeah mm. yeah i'm looking forward to it if they go in the past <clears throat> like i said i'm into the force shit give me force shit i know they can't in the current stuff which is why they're leaning away from it i'm fine with that but as long as i'm gonna get some force <laughs> mystic like lore kind of stuff. Oh, that's what got me into Star Wars. Yeah, you're going to get that though, aren't you? Like Johnny said, they've got to go in the further back now because if there's two trilogies coming up, they can't just keep telling the same old story in the same old era. Yeah. They're going to have to just go, yeah. fuck, we got to go way back. And they're mentioned in the original films and, you know, and they've got to mention the old Republic. So yeah. we'll get it. We'll get it. And I, I love that fantasy aspect of Star Wars. Like the 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 force and the the mysticism and the the uh, the you know and I was I'm watching the end of season six of the Clone Wars like the 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 living force turning into the cosmic force and then the cosmic force like feeding everything and it's like oh my god I want this yeah I want it and I think that's a great opportunity and I think that's why Episode Nine might feed into my like groin. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all about selling merch, man. If they're gonna find a way to monetize this, like Disney financially, when you get with like toys, cosplayers going fucking nuts about new like new costumes and colors and armor and outfits that they can do, different styles of lightsabers, like you're just feeding more more content into that industry, and it's just gonna be keep making it a cash cow, which is Disney's ultimate goal. So as long as it satisfies those sort of, I'll say, capitalistic objectives, then we're going to see more for the rest of our lives, which I'm pretty excited about. Very excited. All right, so let's go to emails quick. And then just so the listeners know, we're going to go through the spoiler stuff after the emails. So first email is from Andy. He's our, com- he's our comic guy now. Yeah. Oh, sure. All right. What does he got to say? 
Nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> oh, what? So he says, this is kind of towards Kev. After hearing about all your adventures in Chicago during Celebration, I have a burning question I need, to an- need answered. Kev, Yo. Fenway Park or Wrigley Field? Ooh. Fenway. Ooh. Oh, Johnny's Ooh. going Fenway. Fuck. Who the fuck can I upset now? Yeah, because Johnny's a <laughs> fucking winner. That's why. <laughs> That's right. Well, I've never, winner. I've never been to, I've never been to Wrigley, so I have to say Fenway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, made the right choice. You didn't go when you were there. No, I had no time. Yeah, it's more open, Johnny. It's less of a. Yeah, box. it was, wasn't it? It was fucking cold. Lacking. Well, you can't well. look at the weather, just the architecture. <laughs> yeah, I'd go with that. I would go with. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, I enjoyed it there. So, so... Fenway. Oh, what? <laughs> Damn. Wrigley was nice, man. I Don't get me wrong. It's a classic ball field that they've super modernized, which is great because Fenway needs to do that. But you go to Fenway to have a bad time as a watcher. You go to Fenway to get wasted, and it's amazing. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I could say that about Wrigley, but... Yeah, sure. Whatever. You feel cleaner at Wrigley, I'll say. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of bias going on over here. Uh, yeah. Johnny, what's Sorry, Ed. You're, you're a Yankees fan? Yep. yep. Nice. I used to be because my dad is. And um, what, hap- what happened? Well, I'm a Cubs. I grew up Cubs-Yankees. Uh-huh. And then in 2003, they both made it to the playoffs. The Cubs lost, and I was like, dread. In, I was like swimming in dread. And then the Yankees lost, and I, was, I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to solely go with Cubs. Nothing against the Yankees. Nothing against the Yankees because I'm not a Red Sox fan, so I'm not like that person. But Cubs, they hadn't won in like 100 100- at that point, less than 100. But uh, I would just chose the, the Cubs, and I was like, I'm dropping the Yankees, and I went full-on Cub from 2003 on. And so you then, picked them, and that was it. You just yep. stuck with them. Then. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And I, I hung out with all my Red Sox friends, and they won their World Series, and you know it was kind of fun watching yeah. it. And they won again. And, and again, I, and I was like, "Can't the Cubs do this?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for Glaber Torres. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, so, ready for the next email? Hit me. Hit it. This is from Chris Hall, artist, the artist boy. Oh, that's my dude. Yeah, Kev lives like ten miles from him. He lives. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That was so bizarre. We talked about that, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a bit further, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Ten minutes, I guess, is the actual... Fuck, yeah. So it's 15, 20 oh, like minutes. Oi, ten now. minutes? Ten oh, minutes? Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to read this. Trying... Oh, come on, is this your British accent? Let's have it. Fucking... Oh. I'm going to emphasize the wrong syllables. But here syllables. we go. Here we go. Ready? Yo. All right, lads. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. 
That was like a Geordie. That was like he spelled the- it. He spelled it A L R E E T. So I gotta say it like that. All right, lads. All right, lads. Yeah, all right, lads. So it's fine. That's it. That's it. I said it fine. Yeah. Hope you're all okay. <laughs> I can't do it. Not gonna lie, this past week has been a struggle, both physically and mentally. After such an awesome time in Chicago. However, it's, a good, it's good to finally have a decent Yorkshire brew, as the tea over there was a sh- fucking shite. <laughs> I can hear him saying that. It's a fucking shite, mate. Fucking shite, cup of tea. Fucking shite. So Yorkshire brew is, is Yorkshire tea. tea. Yorkshire no. tea. Ah, fucking gross. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right. So, so I know exactly what he's talking about now. That's so good. Your guys are thinking, what the fuck is he on about? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, aside from the overload of amazing Star Wars content that we were all spoiled with at Celebration, what was your biggest takeaway from the whole experience? I'll say what he said. For me, it was the people. people. How awesome everybody was and being surrounded by such positivity was simply overwhelming talk to y'all soon chris hall have a nice day <laughs> has he said that no have a he, nice day, he, y'all. he didn't say that he said talk. do you mind <laughs> do you mind ed do you mind you know i uh all to mimic the people not to cop out but copy that like see obviously getting to see you kev again in person and us actually recording together four times while we were there that was really that was really cool it's always it's always special when like when we all get together because we were only together one other time well outside of celebration but last summer he came out to visit which was great but um I guess going going from like the the relationships perspective because again so much positive energy and love and light and everything it was so awesome. Um, I really enjoyed walking up and down those fucking vendor aisles. Yeah, like having a, having a couple beers, getting a little buzz on. You know what I'm saying? Heard, and then just kind of like just kind of cruising all up and down the different vendors, just looking to see what kind of shit they're peddling today. Um, all good shit, obviously, but like. Just kind of checking out, surfing, looking at stuff, seeing all the different cosplayers, like looking like a lot of love and effort people put into their outfits. Like that was really cool. And it's nice to see that, like that passion that like you feel in yourself, but like just, just seeing other people's sort of personal way to show their family. Doing it better. <laughs> oh, doing it way fucking way better. better. That's, that's why I don't even do, I don't do the cosplay, man. I would just, no, no fucking way. Nope. It would be awful. <laughs> Aren't awesome. you embarrassed? Awesome. That would be me. Do it. Do it. Do it. Go on, Jimmy. You How about you, Kev? I mean, I mean, every celebration I've been to, this is only my third. I'm not a seasoned pro, but I've done three now. And it's always the same. It's just mixing with fellow fans and the positivity. It's just the whole event. I mean, you can gripe about certain things and what have you, but the actual event itself, bringing the fans together, it was fucking awesome. Um yeah, just getting to podcast in the flesh with you guys and just seeing Chicago, just fucking just doing everything. It was, yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah, it's the people that make it. It's the fans that make it. Whenever you go to anything like that, I mean, every celebration that I've been to now, I've come away. You know, the London one, I made friends from it. The Orlando one, and now this one. Everyone I've done, I've only done three, as I say, but it's it's just the positivity and just the actual fandom is awesome. So 
that would be mine, definitely. Johnny? Yeah, I mean, you guys are, it's just, it's the go-to. Uh, like, I've, I've always said it, Star Wars Celebration is when I go to celebrate the friendships I made through Star Wars. Um, it meant a lot to me meeting a lot of uh, the listeners of Rogue One, and uh, and three of them had their children with them, and uh, <laughs> and that was really special, that, like, Rogue One is kind of like a family thing in, uh, in a lot of people's lives. So, like, uh, it really touched me, really hit home. That's cool. Yeah, mm. same, same. Uh, I I loved, and this is a side note from meeting everybody. Like uh, I always tell people around here, um, yeah, I met a lot of great friends again because I went to Orlando, but I also met a lot of really good friends for the first time. Mm. Right? Yeah. So you meet them online, and then you meet them in person for the first time. You're like, you're exactly how I thought you would be. This is awesome, and I'm having a great time. So I'm totally with you on that. I'm totally. Well, like seeing what we witnessed, what we saw when uh, Emily and uh, Brittany met for the first time. We oh, were at Aurelio's awesome. or whatever. Oh, yeah, just Brittany in. came over and it was like, Emily is almost, Emily Lund, who uh, wrote the awesome bit for um, uh, The Steel Show, which is pretty hilariously awesome. But um, she's, Brittany was saying that, oh, Emily's <laughs> going to be here any friggin' minute now. And I'm like, what do you mean? Why do you want me to record this? And she's like, I've never seen her before. Like in the flesh, it's like, oh shit, this is a real big deal right now. Mm. Yeah, so those uh, those kind of cool encounters are just, yeah, they're real special. That was so bizarre, wasn't it? That we were like, they'd done so many podcasts together and never actually physically met. We were like, it was such a great moment, wanted to actually see them to just meet each other for the first time. It's like, very wow. cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. So you guys ready for the next email? Cool. Yep. Hit me. All right, so this is from Charlie Sawyer. He says, I haven't heard the celebration pods you guys did. So if you... So ignore me if you haven't seen this. Go back and listen, you lazy (laughs) bastard. (laughs) All right, so this is what he says. Don't you think that teaser set us up for a huge letdown? In regards to the Emperor, getting us all jazzed up, and he will probably be some, this is his quote, lame-ass force ghost. Do you think Disney slash Ryan Johnson had a change of heart on Ray's lineage after episode eight? I think he meant JJ. Or do you believe this was the plan all along? Any chance Ray and Kylo are siblings? Not sure. We already talked about that. Not sure how Leia wouldn't know. She didn't have twins, but it's more plausible than Luke knocking, some, knocking someone up. So let's go to letdown. You think it's a letdown? You think it will be a letdown? No, because they brought Ian McDermott out there for that shit. No. He made he no. made a, he made an appearance on that. They wouldn't have brought him all the way out for that just for just for that. Well, he he's saying if he's a ghost, it'll be a letdown. Was Yoda a letdown? No, no. It won't be a letdown. He'll be significant and they'll use it well. He'll be significant to the plot line, to the storyline, even if his screen time's small. Yeah. yeah. And then if he does appear or when he appears, it'll be. Pivotal. So, no, no, I don't believe it will be a letdown. No you'll, hear a ch- you'll hear a change in music. Mm. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, let me see here. 
Do you think they had a change of heart after eight? We no, already talked I, about this because yeah, we talked about it for a while. I think yeah, because yeah, like Kylo um, had every reason to lie, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was in their plan from the beginning, especially JJ's plan from the beginning. Mm. Yes. I think eight may have deviated from that, but then he'll bring it back round in but nine. So maybe misdirection was part of the plan the whole time. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. But we do remember right, right, right when they first started filming eight, that Ryan Johnson met with JJ Abrams to get like a lay of the land and shit like that. So that could be the part of the meeting of like, Hey, this is, this is the general flow of the story. Don't fuck it up. Well, maybe he took it to an extreme. Maybe he didn't. But I bet I bet that was communicated at least. You also remember that um, Chris Hall mentioned this on our trailer review, but um, it was in the the Force of the Force Awakens <laughs> concept art. That yeah, and the in the in the. Um... Yeah, the yeah, all that, that, that the uh, Palpatine's throne room is in it. The yeah, Death... it's underwater. It's yeah. under what they were and like. It's underwater, art. and the Death Star throne room is there. So it's already, and I think it's already been confirmed by somebody. I don't have the source right now. That it was Emperor was thought of the inception of the bring back for Emperor Palpatine was thought of for the force awakens yeah so it's been around for a while yeah he did talk about that and it's clearly that <clears throat> jj's going to bring that back in nine isn't it so the concept from seven is going to be in nine and um, yeah that makes sense perfect sense all right so next email is actually a voicemail Ooh. From our boy, Josh. You guys ready for Josh? Let's do it. Yep, hit it. All right, here we go. Hey, what is up, scruffy-looking podcasters? It's Josh here. I am re-recording this because my last recording was four minutes. <laughs> uh, sorry for the road noise. Uh, I'm on the road. I've got to do some stuff. Got to sell some uh, some collectibles uh, because I am, uh, I, I well, I purchased a Stormtrooper kit uh, for uh, for my 501st uh, Stormtrooper costume. I hopefully will be approved by the end of the year. Uh, it takes a while to make these. So I needed some cash, um, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I'm selling some stuff. Uh, question. Uh, questions for you or something to chew on uh, about the trailer. Uh, holy shit, guys. First question, what was your gut reaction? Like, I'm talking about your actual gut feeling the first time you heard the laugh towards the end of that trailer. Personally, for me, it was like I didn't even register it. It was so fucking wild. I was like, what the hell? Did they put the Joker in this movie? And like the second time it really set in and then when <laughs> me, me and McDermott came out, I was like, okay, I'm confirmed. This is, this is fucking, this is happening. I don't know what is going on, but I am all in, baby. So my other question, and again, you can talk amongst yourselves, you chew on this, but are we going to get a full resurrection a, like hopefully hope to god not a clone or 
maybe just a forest ghost, or maybe just the essence, the 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 old Palpatine essence. You know what I'm saying? The the fucking effervescence. <laughs> um, and what? And do you think that this that that uh, Ian McDermott's going to be playing a significant role? Excuse me, the Emperor is going to be playing a significant role in the movie. Um, because I don't, you know, my, 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 my fear is that he's underwhelming. He's not used, um, not properly, but not used enough to, you know, to, I mean, obviously. Whoops. Oh, well, there it is. Sorry, Josh. But let me tell you something. <laughs> the Emperor of Palpatine <laughs> is not some fucking can of ginger ale. He's not effervescence. But, um. I do everything we talked about already. Wait, 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 let, me, let me get it back to where it was. Let oh, there's more? I thought this was it. No! Oh, Jimmy, what's going? He I'm was sorry. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to finish it. I want to finish it. Um, because I don't, you know, my, 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 my fear is that he's underwhelming. He's not used, um, not properly, but not used enough to, you know, to, I mean, obviously he's in the trailer for a reason. We know that J.J. Abrams like to, likes to pull a fast one. On all of us sometimes, so I don't really know what to make of a lot of it. But anyway, um, holy shit, guys! It was it was so amazing to hang out with you all in person at Celebration. Words cannot describe. Um, it, it, you know, I think next Celebration is just going to be even better. Um, but we got a lot to look forward to. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to drop you a line. May the force be with you. Love it, love it. Thank you, Josh. Glorious. Thank you, Josh. Good to hear from you, buddy. So, the laugh. Go ahead, James. Uh, I think Emperor definitely is. We talked about it already. It's not going to be a forest ghost. It's just going to be some physical essence or presence or effervescence of himself in the Death Star 2 wreckage. Like, part of the Kyber... I still think there's going to be a tie into Kyber Crystal. I think they're going to just... They're going to mention I really hope they do. Just for... Just for the sake of mentioning it, you know, bringing in that that new like that new era canon terminology into it and stuff like that. Can I can I bring up a little EU mixture into this? Sure, sure. Do it. So those of I don't I'm not sure you've read it. I know you don't read books, Johnny, but uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Darth, Darth, Darth Bane. The origin of the rule of two is actually canon and he's in the clone wars have you watched all all clone wars yes okay so you saw him in the end of season six yep he's there in the books he learns the ability to transfer essence and this is where the essence thing comes into play right um and at the end of the trilogy you're not quite sure if he succeeds in transferring to his apprentice but it would be an incredible and I think really epic and amazing storyline if the Sith have just have survived for thousands of years with Darth Bane continuously transferring to his apprentice every single fucking time. Like, you know, like <laughs> every 60 years or whatever it is. And then he is in Palpatine transfers to who knows what and he's still alive and bam there he is i don't know i just fucking i just thought of it because of what's been going on with palpatine coming back what do you guys think (laughs) 
I, I think they tried that in like a Spider-Man Doc Ock like uh, run, and it didn't go over well. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is far fetched, but I think it could be cool if executed. Well. I think execution's a big thing. There's no way they'd do that. This is a mainstream movie, man. They're not going to fucking start doing Darth Bane stuff and Sith essence. It's going to be nice and easy and simple. Yeah. It's be, um, we'll just go, okay, because it's, it's got to make sense to those people that come in casually to this film. You know, they'll, they'll make some sort of um, nod to Star Wars fans, but it's not going to go that deep. And no. you wishful thinking, dude. It's well, if you, th- you, you think about it, you know, two things. One, the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. That's a Star Trek way to get out of this. Like, <laughs> in Star Wars, shit isn't that complicated. Like, you take the drop of the coaxium and just insert it with this, you know, heroin needle into the hyperdrive and poof, everything is okay. With Star Trek, they would at least spend two episodes talking about how they were going to do it. Um, secondly, like, I think, I think Ed, like... You gave the two reasons why that wouldn't work. One, it would have to be executed properly, and two, it would have to be it would be really cool and well thought out if they did that as a good nod to the old fans. That's why I think they're not gonna do that. Again, giving these people way too much credit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um Kev. Any Yo. thoughts? No. Oh, the um for the Palpatine thing, the reaction yeah. on the trailer and everything. Dude, I was as surprised and shocked at a trailer i think uh, for a long time i really wasn't expecting a big anything like that i mean we were watching it on the oh, star wars show stage um and i think me you chris and graham just completely freaked out when we heard the palpatine laugh i wasn't expecting it i didn't see it come in and my initial gut reaction was oh fuck yeah this is gonna be amazing it's only been afterwards that you start thinking hang on a minute how the fuck are they going to do that how are they going to bring it back you know in return of the jedi boom we had the interview with mcdermid on the phantom menace panel and lucas actually said he's dead wait what panel what panel the the best (laughs) panel of all fuck that episode nine shit Fuck that Mandalorian shit. We got the Phantom Menace Johnny, panel. I knew you got into like every panel, but the fucking <laughs> Phantom Menace panel was the only one we got into, and it was awful. It's no, I heard, I heard. It no, no, no. It was, it was fine. Like, it was very informative. Awfully and I fine. <laughs> but there Did was no surprise at all. And there was not even like, like shirt or anything. Like, no poster. No. Not jack shit, didn't we? Not even a hand job. <laughs> 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 An episode one hand job. <laughs> oh, dude. So, yeah, we were all speculating. It's going to be interesting. But my initial, as Josh says on the question, my initial gut reaction was complete and utter shock, surprise, and absolute excitement to see Palpatine back. He's one of my favorite characters. So let's just hope they do it right. Let's just hope they do it right. Agreed, agreed. All right. So we're going to finish off. There's like, I didn't realize we had so many. There's two more emails, and then we'll just finish it off and do the spoilery Spoilers! We'll do the spoilery stuff next week, maybe? Up to you guys. Up to you guys. We'll we'll, we'll finish the emails and then decide. Yeah. All right. 
So next one's from John Weiner, not Weiner. Spelled Weiner, but it's <laughs> Weiner. We love you, dude. All right, so he says, hey, scruffy dudes. Loved the post and pics from Celebration. And he titles this Episode 9, The Rise of Binks. <laughs> what? What the hell? Uh, so he says, the laugh heard round the wor- world. If Palpatine <coughs> is in Episode 9, maybe they will visit his home planet of Naboo. Which is also Kylo's grandmother's home planet. And if they visit Naboo, maybe they will see Gungans and big gooberfish. And if they see Gungans, maybe they will see Jar Jar, the rise of Binks. Oh my god. Do you think we will see a Sith Force ghost from Palpatine? Have we seen a Sith Force have have we seen a Sith Force ghost before? No, we haven't. No. Besides a turn back to the Jedi Anakin. Uh, so I don't think we will. Um, I think it'll be some weird thing, right, guys? Like, I think I think it'll be either him as a clone or some nope. weird essence in another person kind of deal. Yeah. Mm. I'll answer next. For all of that, no. <laughs> <laughs> next. All right. So, next. I'm excited about Gungans. Anyway, uh, the crashed Death Star. Are they looking for more Kyber, which we discussed? Yes. James says yes. We know the Kyber crystals powered the Death Star beam. Could that be what they're looking for? Hopefully not to power the Sun Crusher. (laughs) Oh, fuck. What? Oh, God. Again, I think I think they're like maybe not the Kyber. I don't think they're going there for the Kyber. I think there's like some presence drawing them there, which again reveal Palpatine. Um, but I hope they just mention the Kyber. I just hope it gets mentioned. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah, that's all. Uh, I don't want to see the Sun Crusher, Kev. No. Never. Did you read that book, Kev? Yes. That'd be Johnny. It's like, yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> Did you read, Johnny? No. Anyway. Uh, so if this is Endor, we've already talked about this, with the Crash Death Star, maybe we will see Ewoks. Johnny yeah, brought, we talked about that. Johnny brought this up. Yeah. And if we see Ewoks, maybe they will have a human feast of First Order people. <laughs> and invite Chewie. <laughs> Hey man, we said nothing's off the table, so nothing's off the table. I, you know, I just for real, like they can do anything they want now. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. with bringing about Palpatine, anything, anything. Chewie eating oh. first order people. Done. Yeah, dude, just completely repeat the whole Ewok tribe scene where they like attempt to cook and eat them. It was like, wait, we remember Wicket, and they're like, Wicket was an asshole. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Could be anything. Could be anything. Good. All right, so now yeah. he ends with like a few short questions. Celebration, Star Celebration, best cosplay. What do you guys say? Uh, Kev, go ahead. Best oh, uh, that's put me on the spot. Uh, best one I saw. I can go to James if you want. James, go. James, you go. Uh, this is a cool. Um, Grant, I, like, I know it. Yeah, I, I know it's simple. I, 
I know it's a simple mm. one, but I like the George Lucas guy. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. That was just like, I thought, it's that fucking George just fucking walking around here doing his shit. I was like, and that, I don't know, that was a cosplay, I presume, but it was, <laughs> I remember that. It wasn't actually. I remember that one. I was like, what the fuck? Is that George? Is that him? Um, I remember, I mean, there were loads of kind of stormtroopers and clone troopers and stuff. Um, but I like the Lucas one. That one really sticks out in my head. James? Uh, so, I mean, there are a couple. I took a lot of headshots of the cosplayers that I'll post up later on our Twitter feed as a cool, like, sets of 16, like, squares that I have put up. Um, but there was a Bothan Rebel Officer. There was a Tusken Raider. That was awesome. So many Grand Admiral Thrawns. There was a Echo Base Luke Skywalker that looked pretty dope. Um, Adversio was great. All the Mandos were out. There was the Cad Bane, which I thought was pretty well done. Um, there was also an Ewok there that was actually really convincing as well. So yeah, I'll, they're all my favorites, man. But the Thrawn getting owned by a space whale was your best? Was like your <laughs> no. <laughs> fuck no. And fuck that. Yeah, Jimmy Next took fucking question. Jimmy took pictures of that, didn't he? He got those fucking headshots of that. That's fuck what yeah. I would have had mine. I'd be like Thrawn with like tentacles fuck around yeah. me. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck you guys. I'm ruining my favorite character of all time. Moving on. Next. I saw I saw a uh, shout out to my man Mike Hinton who uh, built a triple zero uh, costume for his daughter Zoe. And triple zero, for those of you who don't know, is like a black and shiny 3PO protocol droid. Yeah. And uh, he sent me pictures like from start to finish. And like just amazing like the talent people have that I don't. It's scary, isn't it, John? Yeah. That is yeah, fucking yeah. scary. You know, when you walk around and you look at these cosplays and you think, how the, how the hell do they do that shit? And, it's and amazing. I know, yeah, and I know he didn't buy it because he showed me every step of the way pictures, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> yes. Talent yeah. and time. Time. Yeah. I, yeah. Wish, I wish I had time. Oh, God, yeah. That would be something. <laughs> you didn't take your Jedi costume, though, Ed, did you? No, I didn't. I know. Didn't have room. Oh, you going to next year? Uh, yes. I'll bring it next year. And I will wear it. Johnny's seen it. I sent him pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks good. Sure. Uh, Have you ever I, cosplay? I didn't spend time and make it, though. No, no, no. <laughs> Johnny, have you ever done a cosplay? Would you ever do one? Uh, have I? No. Would I? Yes. But, like, it would have to be, like... Captain America? <laughs> I would love to do Captain America, but I figured you guys wanted like a Star Wars theme. No, Captain America would be awesome, man. I would love Captain America. I would, but it would have to be like legit, like legit costume. Awesome. All right, so we got one last email. One more. And then I think it. we're going to call it and do the, the spoiler episode nine stuff next week because... Why not? Episode nine doesn't come out till December, so fuck. It. That'll that'll be that'll be. We need content. we need seven months of content. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna spread this shit out, milk it for all it's worth. Plus, we gotta let let Rogue One break all the news in front of us, and then. No, we'll I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> well, they gotta okay. break all it right. so we can copy it all. <laughs> is Pappas gonna be on this week? He is. He is. Oh wow. Good Shocking! Right? Good for you I guys. I thought you guys just fired him and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> no, he won't let me fire him. 
<laughs> I've tried. You fucking, I'm a sucker. I'm like, all right, dude, you're done. He's like, no. I, I have a, I have a small story about Pavis, and it was oh please please we 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 hung out with Kev and I hung out with him before the steel party thing, and uh, we went to the bar with him, and he's like, it's me, Kev, Pappas, and Mike Condon who doesn't drink. And he goes up to the bar and he's like, I like six Stellas, please. And we're like, what? Six? It's like, I look around and I'm like, there's like three of us. Like, what the fuck? He comes back to us. He hands us each two. He's like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. Uh, he's, a, he's a good time. He's definitely a good time. And then he starts swearing up a storm in a conversation with a family right behind him. But, that you know, that's Pappas. <laughs> I look that behind him. Awesome. There's, like, like, parents, grandparents, and, like, a couple kids. <laughs> hey, it's their fault being out that late. And in a bar, really, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, fuck them. I, li- I liked how you said at that point, though, Ed, uh, I think we should get this round in. And I was like, yeah, I think we should. You went, Kev, go to the bar then and get that fucking drink in, will you? I was like, oh, I'm paying for these now. Like, Do you mind? <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. back to emails. We got one left. It's from Steve. From from uh, Steve McMahon. Remember him oh, from sure, uh, Towson? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. The Alliance hey. of Star Wars Fanatics. Oh, I love Steve. Yeah. So he says, dear scruffy bastards. Yeah, yeah. fellow New Englander, Massachusetts, baby. He says, I don't think I met every one of you guys. I, he met me. Did he meet you guys? Yeah, he did. Kev? Sure. I don't, I don't know Maybe I not did. Kev. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was me. Anyways. Uh, but was great meeting representatives from your podcast in Chicago last week during celebration. The instant smooth bonding that took place amongst this community that I only knew from Twitter. Twitter was awesome. All he says is hello. Just wanted to say hello tonight and may the fourth with you. Done. Cool. Thanks for the email, dude. Really appreciate it. Hello. Hello. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? Nice. I want to say this one story about the do you mind before we log off. So (laughs) we're waiting for an Uber and like we're crossing the street and and like some car like beeps their horn and Kev's like, you know, an American would be like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> and, and Kev's like, in England, all we say is, do you mind? <laughs> so every fucking New Jersey, we go, fuck you, asshole. Then yeah. we follow him. Exactly. So we get an opportunity to get out of the fucking car and eye him up and be like, bitch. <laughs> I was that guy you fucking cut off. What are you going to do now, motherfucker? And then when right. they look scared, I know I've won, and I go back to my car. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's America, bitch. Uh, if so, they're combative, you can fight. That's fucking America. Yeah. So, so in England, it's like passive-aggressive. It's like, do you it's mind? Too, right? It's passive-aggressive. We'd be just be like, oh, do you mind? And then you just fucking walk on and then there's, fucking go home. And there's so much implication it. underneath. Like, do you mind? Like, oh, oh wait. God. Judging your tone, judging, judging. Anyway, that's why we said, do you mind for like every day after that? Like every day. Every day since. Every day since. Addictive personalities. That's that's the way way it does, the way it goes. Mm -hmm. All right. Johnny, thank you for coming on with us. Where can we find you on Twitter? 
uh, at Rogue One Johnny, and that's one with a W. And you can check out my podcast uh, if you like anything I said or didn't like. And you can just write me hate mail. Uh, Rogue One uh, every Thursday on the MakingStarWars.net podcast network. Uh, and again, that's Rogue One with one with a W. You can find us wherever you can find a podcast. Yeah, baby. James, punch it. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us. Now it's episode number 67 in the books again. Yep, Johnny repping the Scruffy Looking Podcast shirt. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Again, that's at Rogue One Johnny on Twitter. Take us away. May the force of others be with you. Cheerio, old boy. This party's over.